Special thanks to CHR Hansen, a leader in fermentation and innovative brewing solutions. CHR Hansen's range of high-quality yeasts includes Smart Bev Near, which crafts flavorful beer entirely without the alcohol. These yeasts even enable fast, climate-friendly, and cost-efficient production. We thank CHR Hansen for their support and commitment to excellence in brewing. This is the Master Brewers Podcast, brought to you by the Master Brewers Association of the Americas, a volunteer organization dedicated to continually improving the products and processes of our membership since 1887. Master Brewers brings you interviews with the industry's best and brightest in brewing science, technology, and operations. This episode was made possible by the following sponsors. Discover more ways to enhance flavor and maximize beer yields with Salvo. Now available in varieties like Sultana, Trident, Lotus, Calypso, Cascade, and many more. Discover how Salvo can help boost your brew at hopsteiner.com. Berkeley Yeast, creators of diacetyl-free yeast strains. Diacetyl-free strains are bioengineered to produce the ALDC enzyme inside the yeast cell to keep diacetyl low during fermentation and after packaging. Diacetyl-free strains create the cleanest flavor profile possible, which makes them the yeast of choice for the most exacting brewer. Go to berkeleyyeast.com to read about how brewers are using diacetyl-free strains to propel their beers to the top of the podium. Grist Analytics captures and trends data across the brewery so you can see issues as they are happening, not several batches later. Get real-time feedback on the brew deck, analyze correlations from the lab, and see scheduling predictions from anywhere. Connect Grist with your ERP platform to cover your brewery from production to finance. It's really great to have a global perspective on the many issues that we face as an industry. This week on the show, a preview of the Olympics of Brewing Conferences, known as the World Brewing Congress, which only occurs every four years and hasn't been held in person since 2016 due to the pandemic. It's definitely the best brewing conference I've ever attended. Today, we catch up with the presidents of both Master Brewers and ASBC to find out why. Hi, my name is Sylvie Van Zendek. I am the Director of Sales and Marketing for Lalamand Brewing and the current President of the American Society of Brewing Chemists. Uh, hi, I'm Lauren Torres, and I am a Technical Sales Rep at Anton Par USA, located in Michigan. And I am also the current President of the Master Brewers Association of the Americas. The World Brewing Congress is set to happen this August in Minneapolis. It's hard to believe that it's been eight years since this event last occurred in person. Let's start off by hearing about what the WBC is and what's so special about it. So World Brewing Congress um, is um, an event that is very unique, only happens every four years. The first one was in 2000 in Florida. And uh, so this is unique because it's, it's, it's organized by uh, the American Society of Brewing Chemists, the Master Brewers, and then there are special sessions 
from other organizations uh, like uh, the European Brewing Congress, the uh, Institute of Brewing and Distilling, and then the, the, the BCOJ, which is the, the Brewers of Japan. This is the only uh, event that uh, kind of bring the five uh, groups uh, together. Yeah, I would say, um, so I got to go to the one that we had in Denver, which is a really great event. It was just a great meeting of the minds, usually for the World Brewing Congresses as well. We try to bring a elevated level of keynote speakers and content in general. Um, this year, something that we're working on that's a little bit different too is having a invited speaker session. So we're targeting some speakers that we think are going to be um, able to speak on the topics that we think are going to be very engaging for the industry and having those sessions um, as kind of a new additive to this year's World Brewing Congress, a little bit different than previous years. Okay, awesome. Um, Okay, so Sylvie, you're president of ASBC and Lauren, you're president of Master Brewers, which means that you both have pretty big roles to play in the planning and organization of the World Brewing Congress. As a couple of insiders, we want to hear what you're most looking forward to about this event. I'm mostly looking forward to having all these organizations getting together in one place. Uh, I'm also looking forward to a fantastic trade show. This trade show will be bigger than any of the single conferences that we typically have. And oh, one thing that's going to be new here is that we're going to have a content weaver. So that's a person that's uh, kind of bringing everything together so that the attendees can um, connect the dots between all the different um, presentations that are taking place in one day. And the content weaver is like a like an MC, I guess. And that's going to be a first for us. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So I am definitely looking forward to this year's World Brewing Congress content. Uh, It's really great to have a global perspective on the many issues that we face as an industry. I know we tend to think about things going on in different areas, but it's really great to have folks in the same room um, generating ideas and problem solving together about how do we move forward as an industry as a whole. I also think that sometimes what Europe has experienced can be educational to a future problem that we might have here in the States or vice versa. Um, So there are some really great opportunities for that. Um, Beyond that, I think the technical content is really... Um, primary here at the World Brewing Congress. There are many speakers that don't normally get to attend our local national meetings here in the United States. So this is a great opportunity to learn from folks that maybe have never presented for our groups before um, with the other groups coming in for this. Um, So beyond that, I also think it's a really great opportunity for folks to expand their network. I know I see a lot of old friends, which is wonderful when I go to these events, but um, we're going to be introduced to a lot of new people. And I think that's just a great, um, creates a great space for us to continue to build our problem solving network with an expanded group. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've said it's international, but it really is. It's, um, there's a lot of folks that only travel to this, you know, every four years instead of coming to uh, many of the other events. I've talked about it before on the show, the last one in Denver where we were, I looked across the room and I was like, hey, those guys look like monks. What's the deal? And meant them and they've the the brew monks from Norcha and so they've been on the podcast, you know, Uh, so you never know who you're going to run into. It's uh, you really do um, get an interesting 
uh, cross-section of, of the international brewing community for sure. Okay, so you mentioned that the quality of the presentations is, uh, is elevated. Uh, so let's talk about that. What, what exactly should attendees expect in terms of the quality presentations versus, you know, at, at WBC versus what they might be used to from other typical industry conferences? What's, what's different? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, to me, what's different about a World Brewing Congress, you know, I think when we look at just our solo MBAA groups, you have folks who whose primary job isn't necessarily research. Um, but when we're getting this bigger World Brewing Congress together, we have a lot of folks and presenters that come whose job is to conduct research in their respective fields, and they're sharing that research. So I know a lot of times, many of us, including myself, are kind of working on projects on the side that we present on. But here, we're going to be able to get a big group of people together who that's their primary focus is to work on solving these problems and share their findings. Is this only for brewing professionals with tons of experience that are, 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 are we going to be talking over the head of folks who are you know new to the industry? Definitely not. I do think, you know, whenever I've gone to a conference, there's usually a talk that I attend that I don't know as much about. And part of the reason you attend that talk is to learn more. And maybe, you know, in my past, I haven't understood everything, but I've written down a lot of notes and gone back and Googled and did some self-education after viewing some of those talks that maybe were at a more advanced level than an intermediate or beginner level. But yeah, we will have topics um, covering all of those. And we're also looking at creating some pre-seminar workshops um, that will kind of tackle that beginning intro level person as well. Um, one of the ones that we're currently working on is um, maybe more of a bioengineering basics uh, just to get some folks up to speed for the conference. Nice. Um, well, you, you just stole my next question. I was going to ask if you could give us a preview of any of the, any of the workshops that you have planned. We're going to have uh, invited speakers and, and there, there will be specific uh, topics that would be addressed uh, throughout the, the, the three days of, of the conference. And on those um, topics, we will be addressing raw materials, availability and quality. We'll be talking about technology advancement and uh, AI impact in brewing. We'll be talking about new product innovation, uh, so low alcohol, alternative ingredients, non-traditional ingredients. We'll be talking about regulatory global market solutions, and uh, we'll be talking about our workforce, what it takes to recruit and retain uh, quality employee, touch on DEI and soft skills, and uh, sustainable practices and, and sustainability in general. The title of the, um, the World Brain Congress is Navigating Global Challenges, so uh, we'll make sure to cover all of this. And again, I think with the content weaver, this is really going to make a story. And even for people who are um, maybe less um, used to coming to these conferences, it's, it's going to make a lot of sense. Uh, our technical committees from ASBC and the MBA are both going to be working pretty closely together um, on coming up with what our workshop content is going to be. And we currently do have abstracts open for workshops. So if anyone, uh, that's open through the 23rd, so probably this won't go out before then. But um, we might get some more that we aren't even aware of yet because abstracts are still open. Uh, but I know I'm working on um, bringing some folks together for engineering applications. Um, in my experience in the brewery, we've always learned lessons from uh, the aftermath of completing an engineering project. So I kind of wanted to put together a workshop that dove into those projects and, and what our learnings were and findings were to kind of help folks um, not stumble through that same engineering uh, design challenge. 
Tell me, tell me more about that, about the, um, the theme of navigating global challenges. Um, you know, where did that come from and why is now the right time for that? Um, well, it's the right time because we went through uh, um, <laughs> changes in, in the last few years and we know uh, there's a, a number of breweries uh, struggling and not just in, in, in North America, in, uh, in, it's, it's happening all over the world, right? So we need to have a look at where we are now and um, and provide the the tools for the for for brewers to uh, to understand what the, how to solve these challenges coming up She's going to be talking to us about the sustainability efforts um, through all of Diageo, which will be a really great opportunity to touch on the themes that we've got going on for this World Brewing Congress. I'm John Bryce, and you're listening to the Master Brewers Podcast from the Master Brewers Association of the Americas. There's really only one thing that keeps this podcast going, and that's when listeners like you take the time to thank our sponsors. The next time you talk to a rep from one of these companies, be sure to thank them for their generous support. Way back in 1875, Alexander Dingemans started producing malt from the barley grown on his own farm. The upstart Belgian maltster went on to supply many breweries in neighboring villages founding a homegrown business that remains 100% independent and family-owned five generations later. Still located in Europe's most prized barley-growing region, today Dingemans combines modern techniques with a long-standing focus on quality and service. Learn more at bsgcraftbrewing.com. Get to know Proximity Malt. We malt superior, European-style, low-protein varieties grown close to home in Delaware and Colorado. Domestically grown, precisely malted to style. With our team of seasoned experts and two brand new malt houses, try what's really new in malt. Check us out at www.proximitymalt.com. Positively impact your process, product, and profitability with actionable insights from BrewIQ, the industry-leading real-time fermentation monitoring solution. Visit www.precisionfermentation.com backslash MBAA to start saving time and money today. BSI, your brewing partner since 1996, is your destination for top quality liquid yeast cultures, lab services, and brewing products. BSI customizes your yeast orders for the perfect healthy pitch rate from a collection of over 300 strains. Most strains ship within seven days, but now try BSI's Express Yeast with industry-favorite strains shipped the next business day. As of 2023, BSI is proud to be a 100% employee-owned business. Professional brewers can call for a free same-day consultation or visit brewingscience.com to access over 50 years of brewing expertise. Are you sure you're getting the best deal? Visit the Lupulin Exchange, where you can find every hop variety, every brand, and every vendor. Compare prices, reviews, shipping speeds, reliability, and more on over a million pounds shipping direct from every hop merchant and grower in the U.S. The Lupulin Exchange. One stop, all the hops. 
And here's what's coming up on the Master Brewers calendar. District St. Louis meets at Top Golf in Chesterfield February 26th. District Venezuela meets March 1st in Caracas. The District New York Shop Talk is March 4th at Wild East Brewing Company in Brooklyn. District Mid-Atlantic meets March 9th at Honor Brewing Company in Sterling. District Texas meets virtually March 21st. District St. Louis's March Shop Talk will be at Blue Jay Brewing March 21st. District Philly meets March 22nd at Workhorse Brewing in King of Prussia. District Montreal meets March 27th. The District St. Louis Spring Quarterly Meeting is April 8th. District Northwest meets in beautiful Hood River May 10th and 11th. The Master Brewers Brewery Maintenance Systems course begins June 6th. It's time to save the date for the 2024 World Brewing Congress. That's August 17th through the 20th in Minneapolis. Check out the full calendar of events at mbaa.com for more details or to find a district meeting near you. back to the show. You're each representing different associations with different base of members. I'm wondering which topics are most important to the members of your respective associations. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> um, whenever I've been, I've been a member of both for a long time, and I always see great content from both that become like useful, applicable things in, in everyday life. It just kind of depends. I've seen some talks that maybe are you know less immediately applicable. I, I remember um, seeing a study about um, pairing. Uh, beer with like a dried squid product that came out of Japan, which is like super applicable for Japanese culture, where that's like a very common snack um, when drinking beer in Japan. But uh, dried squid is way less common here. So that probably wasn't <laughs> going to be something that we were <laughs> going to be integrating into our everyday uh, process. I will say, however, it's always a great opportunity to look at how people are conducting studies um, and what are their metrics that they're using to measure things. And maybe, you know, uh, the likability or whatever scale they were using for that could be applied to something within your own company too. There are also some pre-meeting field trips. Uh, do you want to talk about those? Oh, I actually oh. don't know anything about them. I don't them. know either. Um, <laughs> I, do you want to make I, something up? <laughs> I know they're planning a bunch of stuff. Um, is is the RAR facility on there? I know our SISAC team has found six different opportunities right now that we're looking at in the greater Minneapolis area. Um, some of that is going to be with Ross Brown material suppliers. Um, I think we've got some other breweries that are involved. So it's definitely um, going to be a great opportunity to fly in a day early and check out some of the field trip content that we have. There's usually some pretty big social events wrapped into WBC. Anything you want to say about that? 
uh, yeah, we've got some really great events going on and I'm sure we'll continue to add to it, but we're going to have an awesome opening reception on Saturday, kicking off the conference before it starts after our pre-meeting workshops. Uh, and then we, because we're doing three full days of technical content, this is also something that's a little bit different for World Brewing Congress. Normally we have two full days and a half day. Uh, this year, we're doing three full days of technical content that goes right into our closing party that evening. So I know it's tough to mingle with everybody during the sessions, but we've created two, at least two awesome gatherings where we can share beers and ideas in the evenings. And then we'll have the hospitality suite. Which is- don't forget the hospitality suite. So make sure oh, you're donating beer, all our listeners, mm-hmm. to the hospitality suite. What's different about the type of networking that happens at WBC versus other industry conferences? You're going to be able to network, um, you know, throughout the day, at the hospitality, at lunch, um, during receptions with scientists from all over the world that want to present their, their best research. I think what makes World Brewing Congress a special event is... Well, it's larger than our ASBC and MBAA conferences. It's still not a, a super massive conference. Like if you've been to um, CBC where, you know, we've got 14,000 attendees at, at something like that. Um, so this gives you a lot of opportunities to really engage and find somebody you do want to interact with and network with. Um, beyond that, you know, I think we do a really great job of um, keeping... Um, keeping the events to a minimum and not having too many overlapping events as well. So everybody goes to the opening reception, everybody attends the closing reception. Those are great opportunities to interact with people. And then beyond that, we do have our hospitality suites as well, which is a pretty special thing. So I know it's always tempting to go explore the city that we're in, but we do offer some great opportunities to stay local to the conference and really get to meet and mingle with folks. If somebody has research that they'd like to present at WBC, how do they go about doing that? Yeah. Um, so if anyone has research that they're interested in presenting, we off, our abstracts are open. Uh, so you can either go through MBAA or ASBC to submit your abstracts. Um, and this can be for uh, a workshop or for an oral or a poster presentation. We're taking all of those right now. Um, I know our technical committees are super excited to get to look through the content that we get. Okay. Um, you mentioned posters. I, uh, I I wanted to call that out too because you know that's an interesting opportunity for folks who maybe don't want to get up and give a twenty minute presentation to a, a large audience. I, I want to say last time there were something like one hundred and sixty posters or something like that, right? So I mean, there's there's a lot of content like that. Definitely, yeah. Posters are a great way um, to get involved in. Um, presenting at a conference. I know that was my first presentation that I gave back in like, and it was either 2012 or 2014. I can't quite remember. Um, But posters are a great way to get involved. You get to meet other poster folks who are doing them. You also get to meet your moderator who works with you. Um, So it's a nice way to network and meet other folks uh, while not having to get on stage and present in front of a bunch of people too. Um, Additionally, if you have some work that maybe isn't quite as finished as you want, um, a poster is a great way to introduce those concepts too until your research gets further along. Yeah, and there's time at the poster where you get to talk to people as well. So that's another way of networking and connecting is people are going to go to you and and ask questions about your poster. Uh, I definitely think as a scientist, it's a a great, great way to get in there and to get feedback from others as well. Who should attend 
the World Brewing Congress. Uh, yeah. So who are we looking for for our audience? Honestly, anybody who wants to learn and engage further with their community. Uh, I think anybody that wants to learn how to be a better uh, member of their brewery and bring tips and tricks back to try to continue to improve their um, their facilities. Anybody who's looking for that kind of thing. But also academics. Present academics, yeah. Latest, latest research and vendors because they're going to have a great opportunity to be in the trade show and they're going to meet so many potential customers. So it's a fantastic opportunity for them too. All right. So let's step, step back from uh, the World Brewing Congress for a minute and just talk about, we've got, you know, two presidents on the line here from, from uh, two major brewing associations here. So uh, Lauren, tell us what's going on at Master Brewers. What's, uh, what's in the pipeline? What are the current initiatives? Uh, what's most important to you as president? Yeah, um, definitely. Well, we're always working on generating more content for our membership and creating spaces for our members to connect and learn from one another. So this World Brewing Congress definitely fits within that, creating spaces for us to connect and learn. Um, you know, we're always working on that from a hyper-local level to a broader level. So the WBC definitely falls into that broader level. Um, and then our local level is still going to be at our local MBA meetings. Um, beyond that, I know I'm personally trying to continue to work to develop um, the next generation of speakers and talent and research that can present at these conferences. Um, I think it's really important to continue to build up people's curiosity and comfort with sharing what they've learned. Um, beyond that, with MBA, we're working on generating um, an online brewing safety certification for the industry. We've also been undergoing a really big renovation of our TechNow website. Um, so we're working on categorizing categorizing things by beginner, intermediate, and advanced levels, and then also have links to different topics, whether that's packaging quality, um, you know, hot side brewing, cold side brewing, things like that. Um, and then we're always working on continuing to support our district health across of our, across our districts. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody's holding meetings and, and doing the things that make a health, a district healthy and one where folks want to be involved. So those are some things that we're working on at a, at a national level. Okay. Sylvie, same question for you. What's going on at, at ASBC? Yeah. So on the ASBC side, we are very much uh, focusing on our methods of analysis and building, um, in, introducing new methods into the list of approved methods that we already have or uh, even revamping or, or uh, looking at older methods and updating them. So those are approved methods that um, go through a, a very um, stringent uh, ring study uh, for these methods to be approved into the methods of analysis. And, you know, these methods now, um, we, we all started with brewing, but some of our initiatives now are looking at uh, alternative beverages and how some of these methods apply to those beverages. So there is a subcommittee uh, focused on looking at the methods and, and um, address the needs of uh, alternative beverages. And similarly, we look at uh, all size of breweries. And for our smaller breweries, uh, there is a, stat, a task force also looking a task force also looking at um, you know which methods are more appropriate uh, for them. So yeah, and then uh, still focusing on getting the best. Uh, 
research published into the, the journal of the ASBC. That was Lauren Torres and Sylvie Van Zandyke here on the Master Brewers podcast. Check the show notes for a link to the WBC website where you can learn more, including how to take advantage of discounted advanced registration and how to submit abstracts if you've got research that you'd like to present. I had a chance to catch up with Lauren for an update on the keynote speaker just before this episode aired, and here's what she had to say. Yeah, we've got a great speaker lined up, Catherine Smart, who has a long history of working with the brewing industry. You may have um, known her to be uh, quite the force on yeast, uh, but she's been with Diageo for a little bit most recently, and she's going to be talking to us about the sustainability efforts um, through all of Diageo, which will be a really great opportunity to touch on the themes that we've got going on for this World Brewing Congress. Are you enjoying the Master Brewers podcast? Let me tell you about a simple way you can help us keep making more. Take a minute to thank our sponsors. There's no way we could produce this show without generous support from sponsors like Hopsteiner, Proximity Malt, BSG, Precision Fermentation, and the Lupulin Exchange. So please, let them know you heard their message on the Master Brewers podcast and that you appreciate their support. (laughs) 